Hey guys, and welcome to the latest in oh, Sleepy Talk. Are they podcasts? Are they not? I don't know yet. <laughs> um, hope you enjoyed the last one, the Kong vs. Godzilla trailer reaction review. So uh, if you haven't seen that, go check it out. And today we're going to be talking about something that's very close to all of our hearts. And if you can't tell by the background, it will be Jurassic World Dominion. And Scott is uh, Senor Grumpy still, but it's only been about 10 minutes since we recorded the last one, so um, yeah. So, what what to expect in Jurassic World Dominion? Uh, Scott, Mr. Grumpy, um, what, what do you expect? Nothing. No, I, I, I don't know. There's a lot of like, like little twists and turns you can take with it, to be honest. Um, we know the gig is coming back, so... That's interesting. Mm. I mean, mm. the the gig has been in the franchise, but just never been on screen. Yeah. Like, so, so it, it's always, like, kind of been there from what I'm aware of. It's just never had its time on screen. Yeah, it um, was referenced in the first one on the list, weren't it? Yeah. Yeah. And the Spino as well. Like, the Spino, we, we don't know what's happened to that Spino. No. That was on, um, is it... Isla Sauna? I can't remember. It's even Nublar or Sauna, isn't it? Nublar, I think. Sauna. Was it Nublar? Yeah, yeah, I think Nublar. Sauna's world. Sauna's the original park. Isla Nublar. Is the uh, the one where uh, Alan Grant goes to rescue yeah, yeah. that kid. Yeah, so we don't really know what's happened to that Spino either. And Rex is still about. And then, obviously, we've been teased to that the gig is coming into it. Yeah, so... it was... It was the the actor for uh, Dr. Alan Grant confirmed it, didn't he, in an interview. Yeah. Said that the Giga is in this one. So I think it's really good that the Giga is going to be in this and it's a, a genuine dino that's going to be the bad guy again. You know, Jurassic World seems to follow this trend or has done so far of these genetically modified past the point of it being close to its own species like a prehistoric species obviously they're all genetically modified to be dinos that are living today um but it, it's always like the the indo raptor and the indo rex um kind of like a stretch whereas it is quite nice and refreshing to have something that did exist being a being a bad guy well, we don't know whether it's going to be the bad guy, but I assume that the Giga, given that it's the same size as a Rex, will be a force to be reckoned with, we'll say. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, so, one, of the, one of the other bigger titans, isn't it? The Spino, the Giga, the Rex. Mm-hmm. Like, so we, we've, had, we've had them all up to this point. I mean, I didn't mind the genetically modified like dinosaurs that they made. Uh, the first one did it really well the indominus rex yeah uh but 100%. the second one was like kind of the just going away with it at, at that point like let's make another one uh because everyone enjoyed it and it's like you should have just left it with the indominus rex um, i agree with you. the yeah, indoraptor was cool but it were kind of i don't know i kind of felt like it the uh indo kind of thing was being milked at that point a little bit yeah i think i think they said it they set up the indoraptor in the first jurassic world anyway 
So obviously they wanted a the Raptors to be trained to uh, like go into let's say Afghanistan as part yeah. of like soldiers and stuff, and be trained to do that. And then I think InGen realised that um, there was massive flaws when it came to doing that, huge flaws. Given that when they sent it against the Indo Rex, uh, it communicated with them, and they turned around and then attacked the InGen operators. Um, so I think that set up them creating their own Raptor to then test to see whether it would be viable in a in a war zone situation. That was the whole plan for InGen anyway, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah and we, ne- we never got to see the final form because that was only a um, prototype. Yeah. That wasn't the final one. Mm-hmm. They wanted Blue to make the final one so it could build up the... Um, It was the genetics, wasn't it? Blue, yeah, blue yeah. was like a perfect raptor. It showed empathy. It showed uh, some form of higher intelligence and was like a an alpha in its own pack. Um, and and they they tried to take the blood from it in the second film, didn't they? They they yeah. succeeded in taking its blood though. Um, so maybe, just maybe, there will no, be no, another they, Indo. They didn't succeed. Did they they not? went. No, they went to do it, and what's oh, name? they they let it, um, they let it, they let Blue out, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Cause it, I remember. Yeah. Instead of going to do it, they let Blue out, and then Blue attacks. But uh, Blue got shot right early on in the film, so there would have been blood from that. So there's nothing to say that they couldn't collect certain blood samples. No, that, that's right. Cause when um, he's saying to get the blood, saying how perfect it is. Mm. He turns around to him and says, I did a transfusion from a Rex, so it's not perfect anymore. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's when oh. he got pissy about it. You've, you've watched the, the films recently, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah the blood I watched it today. To, when, um, obviously, she'd been shot and they were on the cargo, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. And they had to do a blood transfusion to save Blue's life, and that's when they were messing around with Rexy. Yeah. <laughs> That's it, yeah. So, um, yeah, no, once again, it's another podcast and I've been shut down <laughs> by Steve again. Did you want to take over? Steve <laughs> No, no, no. Steve oh, knows. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're completely right. You've rejugged my memory. Um, so, yeah, but Blue's, Blue's out in the open now, so InGen could capture Blue. Um, there is a, uh, a leaked or released uh, picture of Blue in Snow. Yes, that was quite interesting. Yep, um, it was going to be the background for this, but it was too pixelated, so I've just gotten this. Um, yeah, we've got three new locations: a desert location, a snow location, and a different jungle that we use. Yeah. Um, so and blue is in the snow uh, on one of these pictures. So uh, that that's interesting. Um, given uh, from the first ever film, the Jurassic Park film, um, the type of things what they put in the DNA. Uh, for the raptors um th- wouldn't they be cold-blooded would they not she's used to tropical climate so i think Mate, it depends I on what, what they were using yeah definitely um because i mean from like when you watch the films and stuff a lot of the creatures they use as assets 
to make these dinosaurs. A lot of them are cold-blooded creatures like tree frogs, cuttlefish. Yep. Um, so more than likely cold-blooded, but it depends on what they've thrown in there. It's science in it. <laughs> and and the, yeah. the the thing that that is always going to trend with uh, Jurassic Park or Jurassic World is if there's a plot hole. Uh, they can say, well, they're genetically modified, so they can just throw something in really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> which is which is another... Um, it's, it's a good thing and a bad thing. You know, velos weren't meant to be that that tall. Yeah, but, you know, genetically modified. Like, it just seems to be the throwaway thing, but I accept it. Um, <laughs> if it makes for a good film, it makes for a good film. Like, the, if plot holes can be covered up that quickly just by throwing one statement out, so be it. It'll was the Utah Raptor not found or wasn't really discovered too well when Jurassic Park came out? It was discovered after. After. So yep. that, they, they'd already set in stone that these were Velociraptors. So they yep. they couldn't change it halfway through the franchise. They go, no, these are Utah Raptors now. Yeah, yeah. So like, so the, the Utah Raptors, I think, if I remember rightly, are about 10 foot. Whereas the velos in Jurassic Park are about seven to eight feet, so they're just a bit shy off the mark. But they almost came perfect to something that hadn't been discovered yet. Yeah, yeah, the, which is incredible. The way they looked, everything. But it's um, they can't really do a lot about it. Like they can't turn around and go, "Oh no, actually these aren't Velociraptors," because that's where that actually comes in. This little thing where they can fill in the gaps. Like they're yeah. genetically modified, so. It's not going to be 100% accurate. Yep. You know, that, that's a perfect example where they could use that. Um, exactly the same with Spino. Like, you know, people going, oh, the Spino Jurassic Park 3. They shouldn't have done what <laughs> it did. But it's like, it's genetically modified. It's hyper aggressive. It's not, yeah. it's not the same as what a Spino was or what we yeah. know of a Spino. Like it's not a carbon copy ago. of how it were back then. No, it's completely exactly. different, and that's that. That statement can go for the quadrupedal bipedal theory as well. Mm-hmm. Like again, like oh, spinos walked on all fours and stood on two legs when they needed to. It's like yeah, but this is a genetically modified creature. Like it's not it's meant to be hundred percent accurate. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's a blockbuster film. Could you imagine the spino just yeah. running at you like quadrupedal? On all fours. Yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> You wouldn't know whether to laugh, would you? Or just <laughs> I don't know whether it'd be more yeah. scary or not, but I think what they did... Jurassic Park 3 is a terrible film in a, in its own sense, but it did have some really good moments. Yeah, um, it did. And I'll stand by it. Moments. I enjoyed it because the Spino was a cool, different dino. You've got Jurassic Park 1 and 2. The bad guy was always the T-Rex. You know? Um, obviously, the Velos had a lot of... of bad sort of scenes in there in Jurassic Park 1, but the T-Rex was the big bad Yeah, the T-Rex is the mascot, isn't it? Yeah, That's it. And, um, and now, Blue is. Yeah, Blue's. 100%. Velociraptors are now, and there was almost like a passing of the torch in Jurassic World, the first one. It was almost yeah. a passing of the torch when uh, Rexy comes out, starts attacking uh, the Indo-Rex, and he's about to lose you know, and everyone's thinking, oh no, it's going to die. And then there's that moment where the Baywatch scene, as I like to call yeah. it, where Blue sort of runs <laughs> around the corner and is like, I'm going to fight now. And that was almost, for me, a passing of the torch, you know, 
and it's almost it's almost it, it's also a good reference back to the first Jurassic Park film when the Indorex is beaten by the Mosasaur. Um, they both look at each other, and you can see uh, that the Rex has the scars from the original film still from when the Raptors were attacking at them. And it's almost like, a, a, well, I'll let you go for now. Um, pre- yeah, there's an essence of respect for each other in the, yeah, in that sort of that that moment after the uh, Indominus gets destroyed by the Moser. Yeah, there's, but there there is, um, I can't remember what uh, VR game it was, uh, whether it's VR game or or what, but there there was pre. Um, the second film, and post uh, the the original uh, Jurassic World, uh, there is a moment where Blue and Rex do come uh, into each other's sort of territories again, into each other's visions, and they okay. do start to fight. Um, but then the in-gen helicopters come over again, um, right. and that kickstarts the second sort of like film. That's in the timeline anyway. Um, so they're not friends anymore. I don't think they ever were. They just uh, had one of those common sort of enemies. Saved each other's life, respected yeah. it, went for separate ways. <clears throat> exactly. I like what they did with the Jurassic Park three. Like I take my hat off to them because they they went against the grain and wanted to do something different, and they knew it could be risky. Like mm. it could like damage the franchise a little bit. But they thought, you know what, we're going to do something different. We're going to take it for a, like to take a different turn with it, and that's when they made the Spino and made the Spino the mascot for Jurassic Park Three. Um, and to be fair, like I say, there's not a great deal like that we know of Dominion at the minute. We've had some snippets and some teasers, but they they're kind of doing it again, from what we can tell. Like the gig is meant to be the the big guy in it, like. Mm. Um. Roles are reversed. That's yeah, yeah. That's that's all I'm saying. So, so Jurassic Park three. Um, we'll forget about the bit where uh, Alan Grant's on the uh, on the plane and he's having a dream about a Velociraptor sat in a yeah. seat. <laughs> hey, Alan. <laughs> hey, Alan. <laughs> um, oh, wake up. <laughs> but even in that one, the the Velos again were um, were baddies, and then, but they were continuous so obviously there were there was a rex in the third film a young bull wasn't fully grown but was definitely in a, an adult specimen that got completely destroyed by a spino now would rexy have fallen to that spino who knows probably not though because i think she was fully grown at that point um in yeah, the third she was film fully anyway. grown and she but she's all gone now. quite well against Vindo. yeah but she's old now so, yes, and I is. think, um, as much as we saw her completely demolish Akano twice, um, I do think that maybe in this film, it's going to be the end of Rexy. Well, isn't this one ten years after Fallen Kingdom? I think so. That, that, yeah, it's that ten years after, I think. Yeah. So, Rexy's definitely going to be in it, I think. Yeah, Rex will be well, in you... it. Yeah, you, you sort of see it at end, don't you, when she's going yeah. to that zoo and roaring oh, at the lion. Oh, yeah, but that's, that's not ten years after, though, is it? That's at the end of the second film. Yeah, that's the end. That's like that just not a, 
pre-show to how it's going though? No, I think it's because no. obviously Battle at Big Rock came out after, and that's after that whole thing. Um, Battle at Big Rock must have been oh. some years after they escaped because the Allosaurus yeah. is massive. Mm -hmm. they, yes. they weren't that big when they got out. No. And the ranger that looks after that camp told them, if anything happens, just sit there and be quiet. Yeah. Ignore it. And obviously so, the... Uh, they weren't trikes, but you know what I mean. The um, the horny um, boys. No, oh, I don't know how to say it. Yeah, no, ceratops. Yeah, there's the ceratops anyway. That. Yeah, they they obviously had offspring as well. Mm -hmm. So clearly things have been breeding. Um, the aloe that could have been a different aloe. It could have been one that had, <clears throat> that was born in sort of like our world. Um, more of a, more of a likely. Yeah, it's just giving like a precedence to how the third film's going to be, you know, people living alongside dinosaurs, which is weird, which brings me on to one of the topics that I wanted to talk about the most was, where's the Mosasaur? Because the <laughs> last time we see it, it's eyeing up some hungry, well, not hungry, uh, some tasty surfers. And uh, it's just there in the break of a wave. So there's some... There's a little bit of film at end of Battle at Big Rock, and you mm. see the Mosasaur eat a great white after a great white eats a seal. Mm -hmm. The great white takes the seal out, jumps up into air, but yeah, Mosasaur, Mosasaur just comes up and just swallows them all. Do you think that the Mosasaur will be dead for this film? Do you think it's going to be like uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, where they just find the Kraken on the, uh, on the beach? No. I don't think it will, but I don't want them to use it like they have, like in the first one. I I genuinely think that it, it's going to be dead for this film. I, I don't see where they'd put it in anywhere. Um, it's either going to be shown, uh, for me anyway, I think it's either going to be shown dead or it's just not going to be referenced at all. Might be like in a, in a news reading or something about another Mosasaur attack, but I don't think they're actually going to use it. I think it'll be referenced because his ships and stuff as a transporting of dinosaurs. I reckon it'll be something to do with that attacking a ship, but other than that, yeah. nothing I think big. it's going to get used. I don't think they're going to disregard it. Um, it's just how they use it. Because, like you say, I, I wouldn't want them to do the same as what they did in the first Jurassic World, like where it destroys the bad guy at the end, just mm. out of nowhere. I'd, I'd kind of want to see it have its own little take on things. Sort of but like it did in the second one, where it just have it as its little <clears throat> tiny bit by itself, and that's it, it's done. Yeah, yeah. or they just don't, don't sort of use it, but what they could do with it, they could use it as a spin-off. They could make a spin-off like kind of thing with it. If it survives or goes away or whatever, like isn't like Dory the Explorer. Dory the Explorer. Hey kids, today I'm going to show you how to eat Greg Whites. The Meg. Yeah. <laughs> isn't the Meg like something to do with that universe, or have I read that somewhere? Completely different. I don't think the Meg's anything to do with it. I think the Meg's just one of those standalone films. I thought the Meg was from the like studio that brought us piranha 3d and stuff like that was it 
called. I don't even know. I don't know. He <laughs> <laughs> does come know. across as like one of those sort of films, though. Um, there's a good film. Um, I just don't think it's part of this universe. But um, it might they... not be. I can't remember where, where I read it um, about the Meg being like potentially part of the Jurassic universe, but. Yeah, now when you think about it, it literally don't make that much sense. So more fool me for like even scratching my head at it. <laughs> well, no, it's it's still obviously Megalodon is a prehistoric shark. You know, it's it would be nice to have a Megalodon, but um, what I don't want to happen is random dinosaurs being shown that weren't part of the uh, the sort of ones that were released. Like, why would people go to Eastern Nublar and pick up more dinosaurs to release them? Why? Why would they? So, I know the gig the gig has been confirmed, but is it one that's escaped that's been sort of engineered in InGen again? Um, so, what I reckon is going to happen there is we know we've got Lewis Dodson coming back, mm-hmm. T.O. Abiosin, mm-hmm. and first Jurassic Park he tried to smuggle the embryo- embryos out. Yep. And there's been leaked photos of Biosyn vehicles and a plane. I think there's going to be something big with Biosyn coming on. With them yeah. maybe creating different types, different breeds, possibly even going into splicing like the Indoraptor and Indorex. Yeah. I don't know. So, this is the other thing though. W- would they like escape? Because surely, like by now, they should have really sorted out a way to stop dinos escaping i mean it's been 20 years like come on <laughs> it's been it's been a long time uh if if there is going to be a spino in it is it going to be the jurassic park 3 spino or is it just going to be a completely new spino that's been developed by biosyn that you've said you know there's there's think, so many questions i think they would use the one that's on easel nublar mm. uh, because that spino has got its own character yeah, definitely. They, they just yeah. never went anywhere with it, but they, they could do. Like I felt like it built itself a character up for itself in that film. Yeah. Um, but like I say, whether they choose to do anything with it, we, we don't know, but it'd be nice if it kind of did end up coming toe-to-toe in the next film with Rexy and this Giga. It would make like a pretty cool little, um, little battle. A yeah. nice little three-way. Um, speaking of <laughs> characters, though, the original trio uh, are joining Alan yeah. Grant, Ian Malcolm, and then the woman that I can't remember her name. Uh, Ellie. Somewhere. Ellie, that's it. Ellie! Ellie! Yeah, <laughs> so they're, they're coming back into it. So obviously, Owen and Claire are going to be uh, meeting up with those three uh, yep. at some point, I imagine. Obviously, uh, Ian Malcolm was already um, in Jurassic World 2. Fallen Kingdom. He was yes. uh, in the court very, very briefly. Yeah, he was. He was a, a speaker at a, a court session or something. I can't. I yeah. don't know what sort uh, of session. It's it where was. it's where America's trying to work out if they're going to save the dinosaurs or not. Yeah, he's tell he's telling them not to. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah is is Alan Grant going to meet Blue? Um. Is he going to have the resonating chamber? <laughs> You know when he tries to speak to the Velos in Jurassic Park 3? Is he going to try and speak with Blue? Is Owen going to get a little bit jealous with his clicky thing? 
Um, so many different things like that. To me, it's incredible. Um, thinking that the originals are going to be in it. Obviously, that nostalgia for me. Jurassic World's done amazing, uh, but nothing will beat that first Jurassic Park film. No, absolutely brilliant. The animatronics that were done for that wreck and everything. Yep. Absolutely mind-blowing for time. Yeah, 100%. I think Jurassic Park's always been ahead of its time. Like, when they were produced and how they looked and everything, like, they've always been ahead of their time compared to other films. Definitely. Just think about the Gallimimus scene. How good the CGI was on that. That wasn't yeah. animatronics. No, no CGI. No. The same yeah. with the Rex as well in that scene. Like, that was a That's CGI what I mean, Rex. yeah. It looked incredible for the time. Yeah. It looked so it, good. It's, it still, still looks, looks incredible. Good. Yeah, it's, it's like there's films that come out even in today's like standard like uh let's think of a spoof on like Velocipasta. Velocipasta? Yeah, Velocipasta. What's that? What's Velocipasta? <laughs> it's like it's like a, a priest that, that, that becomes a Velociraptor. Yeah. Oh Velocipasta. Oh you yeah. mean like a pastor is in like a the church. A church man pastor. Of the cloth. Yeah. Man of yeah, the cloth. yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant like yeah. as in like you know Talatagi pasta, whatever it's called. No, exactly. Like Velocity. Yeah. <laughs> the Italian pasta. pasta. Um, yeah. No. Penny, uh, penny pasta. Yeah. Penny pasta raptor. <laughs> so, yeah, let's use that for an example. Like, the CGI in that is awful. And that's recent CGI. Low budget, granted, but recent. I'd expect low budget CGI <clears throat> nowadays to be high budget CGI from the 90s. You know? Um... It's the same as as what? What? Velocipasta. Yeah. So what? So <laughs> sorry. <laughs> You're right. What? Um. So what happens like in this film? I don't know. I've not, I've not seen it. I've not I've watched it. About it. What? What does he have a pet velociraptor or something? No, no. He turns into yeah. a, a velociraptor. He attacks like he turns criminals into and stuff. A yeah. A what, bit, like, a you like, mean like a, a werewolf? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Exactly. That's exactly that's it. it. That's that's it. That's the premise. And he attacks oh, criminals okay. and bad yeah, people. Yeah, definitely sounds like one of like a budget film. Yeah. No. <laughs> what you'd expect these films to have, sort of like the level of CGI from the nineties, which well, yeah. Obviously, they they seem to fall short. Whereas, granted, a lot were animatronics in Jurassic Park, and the CGI that they did use could have been big. Like they had a lot of budget for it because they were using animatronics in other places. Like CGI costs a lot of money, and yeah, it does. let's it not um, let's ignore. Uh, I've forgotten her name now. The 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 girl. Ellie. No, the girl. Not the woman. The girl? Yeah. Oh. Timmy the, um... Timmy and Anyway, she's a yeah. hacker. She's not a nerd, she's a hacker. And then she's she's hacking away and that, that bit where it was going onto the computer, it was making that noise and she was going in to unlock all those doors. Like <laughs> that CGI was awful. I can't remember her name. I'm tired. So there was Timmy. Oh, I'm gonna have to Google it now. Do it. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, don't even know what to type. 
Lexi. Lexi. I'm sure it was Lexi. Yeah, I've just had a look. Yeah, it was it was John Hammond's um, granddaughter, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So there was a, yeah. So uh, yeah, she was a hacker, but the the actual visuals of her hacking was just awful. You know when uh, Grant was holding the door, trying to stop the Velociraptor from getting in. Yeah. He's holding it and holding it until she can lock it. <clears throat> and <laughs> just that scene, like that's an awful scene. So, speaking about returning characters, we've got Barry, uh, the guy that used to help Owen with the Raptors, mm -hmm. and maybe Lowry as well, um, the guy who had the original Jurassic Park t-shirt. Oh, right. the glasses, the geek, the nerd. Yeah, yeah. The one who Claire says, can you just be a man for once in your life? And he's like, you don't know what you mean about it. <laughs> yes, that's one. Great scene, great scene. <laughs> Yeah, apparently them two are coming back and being confirmed we've got um, Franklin and Zia from Lost Kingdom as well. Yep, um, the guy who screams like a girl at uh, Barry Onyx coming at him. <laughs> That's what we'd, we'd all be men in that situation, wouldn't we? <laughs> you want a game of fisticuffs, Mr. Barry? I wonder if they're going to use that Barry Onyx a bit more in this one. It like died. It's going to be a bit more of a pain in the ass. It died. Died. No, it doesn't. It, gets... it didn't die. It gets... No, he got put on boat. They got transported. Not that one. There was. There must have been two barriers because that one had lava hitting it in the head. Yeah, no. That, yeah, but it survived. No, it's a baryonyx, mate. It's not a, a butterfly. <laughs> lava <laughs> dripping on its head's not going to be too big. Or mate, it doesn't matter whether it was like tit titanium car. Lava dripping on it's going to hurt. Yeah, but it, but it had but, lava drip on its yeah, head. But it tried lava. to chase him up the Yeah, but how... Hole. Yeah. The, the only thing that I'm thinking, right? Yes, there was a baryonyx that got transported across. I don't think it's that one. Because they locked it in there and there lava one, covered it. They? There was only one baryonyx. Well, they locked it in so it couldn't get up. But it could still get out of the way it came in. Yeah. I mean, after what? it got lava Towards... on, its, on, on its head, it still managed to go after him after. It still looked pretty able... To me, anyway. Um, and you, yeah. see it, you see it a bit later on running as well from all the lava. I'm just, I'm just kind of confused at how that baryonics would get out. I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm Genetics, saying, mate. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's genetically modified. When that lava hit on the head, it should have just been dead. Yeah, like, come on. It's yeah, lava. realistically, like, as an animal, you know, or it is... A genetically like modified that. dinosaur, yeah. and it's got armored plating. You notice it's got diamond crusted plating. It's, it's it's got this really like strengthened armor that runs down its back and the top of its head, like a bit a bit like a crocodile. It's a bit it like vibranium, isn't it? That's where they crafted Captain America's shield from its yeah. From its DNA from Godzilla. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it. It's part baryonyx, part Godzilla. Yeah, that that was it. To be fair, I mean, if it had an atomic breath, I'd believe you. Because the no, Loki's just there. Maybe it had lava breath. Maybe it was its own lava. Ooh. That was it. <laughs> but no, I do I, think I, we're going to see some more of the Baryonyx, though, in this one. Like, I'm, I'm hoping we do. Because I feel like it kind of needs a little bit more character. I kind of feel like they've uh, they've shafted the aloe, putting it in Battle at Big Rock. I don't think we're going to see that aloe again, though. I don't think I it's hope we see a pack of aloes. Yeah, I really hope we good. see a pack of them. That'd be good. Maybe the jungle setting. 
I think the aloe will make an appearance. Whether it's a big part, I, I don't know. But I think the aloe will show its face. Same with the Kano. I think the Kano will be. Oh yeah, the Kano definitely. Yeah. That, um, that's going to be the annoying thing in there. I think. Well, no, we'll have to wait and see. See what's uh, what's going to happen because anyone because if if you notice, there's always like a big bad guy, and there's mm -hmm. always a little arsehole that just makes life harder for everybody as well. Steve being the little arsehole, you being I'm the big bad I, guy. I was going to so, say Doctor Wu. You are. I was going to say Doctor Wu. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, he, he has been a little arsehole. Yeah, and um, he's still alive. I like Scott's theory, though, that the Baryonyx is going to be a bit annoying. Um, I think it, it... I don't know whether he got enough... It, I know it sounds, like, bad, but I don't know whether it got enough screen time in the film to be that guy. If you know what I'm saying, because there's a lot of dinos they could pick from. There's a hell of a lot of dinos, um, and they can't have too many characters. The Baryonyx just seems more like adequate for the job. Definitely, than being I'd, that I'd... character. It can swim. It's got like it, it's quite. He's quite silent and all into like he's he's not like in your face. You don't see him or hear him until he starts getting closer to uh, Claire when she's underground. Mm, that's um, right, yeah. I I just feel like he'd fit the bill better than a Carno or like a, an Aloe. An Aloe's a bit too big. Mm. Um, I'm, I mean something that's like not like that's big, but not massive, and kind of fits that spot. And I think the Baryonyx like sort of fills that spot well. It's sort of your middle middle ground, isn't it? Between your Raptors and your Rex and yeah. even your Giga. It's sort of smack bang in the middle. And like you said, Baryonyx is so much better than a Carno. versatile. But the only thing that I think is, is that Carno is kind of stapled in a sort of like dinosaur franchise. Like you had the, was it Dinosaurs film? Well, the Carno was the big bad guy. There's yeah, Disney's dinosaurs. That's where the Carno yeah. kind of got his fame. Mm. And I just think um, that maybe the the fame of the Carno might bring it through to being the little arsehole that gets bullied around by the Rex. Because the Rex never kills it. This is the weird thing. Like, the Rex never kills the Carno. Tells, tells it to get lost, basically, doesn't it? Yeah, which is yeah. a little bit strange, which is why I'm kind of thinking, like, maybe it does have a bigger part to play. Because even when... So there's two instances where it could have killed it quite easily. There was when they were escaping the um, the island, or when the first eruption happened, and there was that pyroclastic flow coming down the side of the mountain. Um it's going after Owen, and then Rexy comes out of nowhere, stamps on it, roars, and then runs off. Could have killed it then. Probably didn't because there was lava coming. And then you've got the end of the film, where um, the bad guy uh, is hiding under his car, and then Rexy comes out, starts trying to eat him. The Carno is then trying to get a bite, and Rexy's like, no, get lost. Could have killed it there as well. So I don't know whether... That's going to be a theme for the next film. The Carno is following the Rex around a lot. 
Maybe it's a possibility, both. but isn't there more than one Carnot? Like, I'm sure in that holding pen there was a couple of Carnots. I don't know, mate. There were only one Baryonyx, so there's only allowed to be one Carnot. It's, it's only because I've, I'm sure there were two Carnos. Like, you've seen two Carnos on screen together when they were getting smoked out by gas in that room and they all ran out when she let him out. Potentially. And um, whether that's the same Carno from the island, I don't know. Because there, there was a young aloe in there, wasn't there? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, there, there was, was a young aloe. A uh, really young aloe. Um, there was a, a... Was it a... What else was there? Wasn't all that many carnivores, to be honest. They were mainly the herbivores. Yeah, there were a lot of herbies in there. There were a lot of ceratops. Um, there was a, a sauropod in there. It was almost too tall to be in there. Yes, it was. Um, I don't know if there was a para in there. There might have been a para. Steve, Steve's best to know, but the parrot is another one that was um, kind of like a staple sort of character in the second film. Yeah, the Lost Every, World. Everybody remembers the parrot, um, the parrot's roar or cry when it's being taken down. But what about the Apache? Yeah, the Apache as yeah, well. Apache. The Apache is yeah. Was it was it Apache or was it a? Um, Oh, there's, there's the, the other one, isn't there? There's the devil. Stiggy Moloch. Yeah, it's, it's got more spikes on its head, doesn't it? It's the, the same um, as Apache, but... Stiggy Moloch and um, the Apache, they... In Lost World, it was Apache. Mm -hmm. um, Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, Stiggy Moloch, but... There is like theories and speculation uh, and still research to be done on it, but some people are saying Stiggy Moloch was just a young Apache. Yeah, it's the same <laughs> as the Triceratops, isn't it? What's that? Um, the Triceratops is now meant to have been a... Um... Oh, I've forgotten the Ceratops it was, but it's meant to be a teenage version of, a, of another Ceratops. Taurus. I can't remember what. Um, There's so many ceratops. You'd probably be like yeah. digging for ages to try and figure yeah. that one out. Uh, it was it was recent though. The the, the, the triceratops is meant to be um, is a teenage version of. Yeah, triceratops. Uh... Yeah, Taurosaurus. Taurosaurus is that what yeah. it is? Yeah, it is. Not bad. Um, yeah, that was just first one that oh popped to me. What I thought could resemble a tri, because so. it loses its uh, nasal horn, doesn't it? The Taurosaurus doesn't have one. It has a bump, but it's not a horn. If I remember right, but the trike is, yeah, is a juvenile version of that. I don't know. Um, I mean, I, I can see the theory, but at the same time, I do think they're different species. They've got different horn style and. Everything like that, so... Mm. 100%. I don't know. No, you know, we're not. We're not the scientists. We're just the uh, the avid watchers and hobbyists. We're just the speculators. So, uh, I like my trikes separate. <laughs> <laughs> I like my trikes with a dashing of extra horn. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, any, anything else really 
um that we can think of obviously it comes out uh in 2022 is it june or may 10th of june 2022 oh, 10th God, of june 2022 way too, way too long way yeah too so long. Uh, so we, we're still waiting on uh sort of like trailers for it it's just leaks at the minute yeah that's all um, i have leaks and from what the director said mm -hmm. uh, about this obviously being the last one to tie all six films up yep which is a shame really but i hope that they do a few more YouTube things. Like they did Battle of Big Rock. Yeah, I oh, hope they yes. do a series. I, I hope they make like maybe a series on Jurassic Park, but like completely different from the route they've gone. So maybe like um, a series based on Jurassic Park, like when it opens, or maybe like after all this, after Dominion. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, do, um, they do a camp... Is it Cam, Cam Cretaceous? Cam Cretaceous. Netflix, yeah, yeah. But it, it, it's not... It's animated, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, kids thing, really. Yeah, more of something like HBO could get their hands on or something like that, you know? Like that sort of Or thing. Disney. Or, or Disney, yeah. Disney um, Plus, you know? Um, I, I get you. I feel you. I think, I think things like Battle of Big Rock will be kind of like the future of the franchise if they pursue it um they'll definitely have a huge fan base that will be watching those even if it's yeah. like once every couple of months they release something that's just yeah a, even a if they release a short clip. like that like yeah. it would still be something decent to do i thought battle of big rock were pretty good like i say it was short but it was still a good little watch yeah it was just it had Very a story good. and it was action-packed <laughs> yeah and it was short. Like, you could literally watch it for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and then get on with the rest of your day and think, wow, that was really good. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely think that that'll be the future um, sort of scope, what they what they go down, rather than doing films. Obviously, they've already announced that they're closing off. It might be in another 10 years, there'll be another trilogy out. They're Jurassic making a game, Earth. aren't they? Yeah. They're making a Jurassic World game, but it's meant to be a third-person shooter, or you can like play as the dinosaurs. I'm, I'm not, mm. I haven't looked into it too much, but uh, I've like seen bits or something that they are making a game, and it's meant to be third-person sort of thing. So nothing like the park building game or anything like that. Which Still is good, though, that park it's, it's good. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, yeah. I got it on Steam, and then I've got it on Epic because it was free over Christmas. So I'm like, I've got two versions of the same game. But I just wanted the license. For me, the, the park building stuff is it's fun and nice to do for like a like a brief period for me. But I'm kind of in the mentality of you you build a park and then what you do you just watch it. Like you, you're not. Now you open all the doors and let them all fight. Yeah, but yeah. it's it's just. You're just spectating all the time, aren't you? You're not really engaged in, like... But, again, this is just my opinion. Like, yes. I'm, I'm not trying to shit on anyone's day who actually enjoys these games, because that's why they're made. People, Some people love it, and that's yeah. completely fine. It's just my take on it. I feel like um, it is just one of them spectator games. I don't really enjoy the sort of spectator-type games anymore. Um, I I used to when I was younger like Roller Coaster Tycoon and you know yeah, stuff like that. that. Um, but theme park, yeah, <laughs> theme Just park them, were awesome. Them sort of things I used to love when I was a kid. Like, but yeah. now I'm uh, they're not really my cup of tea. As as much as I liked the Jurassic World 
park builder game. Um, I found myself getting bored after like an hour or so. Mm -hmm. So they're good for short stints. Yeah. Yeah, but it takes so long to build them up. Is it when you've done it and then you spectate and then you come off and then you're just not bothered about going back on because you've done all the hard work. The engaging yeah. part is the same as um, the the zoo games and things like that. The engaging part is when you're trying to make everything look nice and everything survive and then as soon as you've done that that's it and then the yeah. next thing is making money yeah. in the game and that's that's it so it does get a bit boring um i get that they did bring out a vr game um i don't know whether it's official or whether it's fan made but you can see the mosasaur in that one um you just go to different places and look at the the animals it's not a like a game with missions or anything like that but they did bring that out um uh, obviously, you can you can play VR games without a VR headset. You just don't get the immersive experience. But yeah, yep. they did they did bring out um, one that is uh, the Jurassic World Park. Uh, I think it's pre, um, Indo, Rex. So you can go around the park and view different attractions and things. But um, I don't okay. know too much about that one. Well, I think that dinosaur will always resonate within Jurassic Park now. What the Indo? The Indominus. The yeah. like Jurassic Park, you know, if they make games or yeah. series or anything like that, I think the Indominus will always resonate within it now. Mm hmm Yeah. It's um, in the uh, park builder as well. Yeah. The Indoraptor too. They they're just moving monsters what excelled at what they were designed to do. Yeah. You know, be like these freaking ages that just destroy everything. So they, um, like I say, I actually really, really like the design of the Indominus Rex. Like I've, I think they nailed that. It looked so cool. Um, but Indoraptor, uh, still cool. I appreciate it, but I just don't think it was that necessary. It was a bit too smart. Yeah, it was borderline the... freak intelligence, weren't it? <laughs> yeah, the bit where he's in the cage and he's waiting for that um, that guy to come and pull his teeth out. Yeah, and he grinned and as well, didn't he? Yeah, smiled, yeah. Like, lifts lifts his tail up too... first, then smiled yeah. and opened yeah, his eyes. Like, yeah, his tail up and then dropped it down and then did a grin and then, like, no, come on. It, that, that, yeah, me, it was ruined borderline freak intelligence. Like, yeah. <laughs> just, like, grinning. And, like, it knew exactly what it was doing and how yeah. it was doing it. And that kind of... It was... Like not scary, but it kind of had that horror effect to it because of how hyper intelligent it was, and what it actually wanted to do. Like because it was that smart, it knew what it was doing. It wasn't just doing it just because it needed to survive. You know, it actually enjoyed killing. But for yeah. me, it kind of ruined it a little bit because like the the whole smile and the way that it yeah. opened its eyes and and distracted it. Like I get it, like but I think that scene ruined it. It could have literally just pretended to be dead and then jumped up as soon as he like tries to take his teeth out. It doesn't it have to do the. It added a bit of humour where it wasn't needed. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was like. Yeah. It, it was creepy humour. It was like. Uh, uh, uh. No, and then it was kind of like, oh right, okay. It ruined it for me anyway. Uh, just for that me, one scene. It was kind of one of those moments like, uh, what the fuck, mm -hmm. like. It's grinning. And then boom, that happened. 
it, it was sort of one of them like, wow, that, that's smart. But then when you look back, it just wasn't necessary. I don't think that film, I, I didn't enjoy the second one, like half as much as the first one. I think the first half of the second one was incredible. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, when they come off the island, it starts. Different. It's just it's just there to tie up to Dominion. That's it. That's all that's yeah. there for. Setting Dominion up. And it and it kind of like with Blue um being the saviour again, it kind of felt a little bit forced. I mean they they were they were I mean I don't want to get down this rabbit hole where I'm sort of trashing the film that I really enjoyed because I did really enjoy the second film. I just didn't think it was as good or as iconic as the first. But they felt like there was a lot of forced scenes in there. Um a forced narrative like Blue suddenly comes and saves the day again. Yeah. Um kind of seen it coming. There's a yeah. cloned child like why was that necessary for the film really? Why did the child? I, I I get it, like it, it made for a good story, but in my eyes, it it was kind of like we're going down a different rabbit hole with it. Yeah, I know. Like, Again, that, I, that, that's um, yeah, like the whole cloning and genetics, it ties into it, but it it starts getting a bit dark when it's like a human child yeah. that's been cloned, and I don't think we really need to explore that. But it kind of opens up Jurassic World to have that darker side to it. So if, if they wanted to like make things dark, it, it's not like as out of the ordinary because they're slowly trying to deliver it in there. Um, I, I, but, I think it was all crammed in though. Yeah, it, no, yeah, yeah, I can understand that. It, it was sort of like just shoved in. Yeah. There wasn't no like necessary like gradual build up to anything. It was just no. like, oh yeah, by the way, I'm a cloned kid. <laughs> it's like, yeah, what? It, it was what? almost as if they'd thrown it in to give her an excuse to let them let all the dinosaurs out. Yeah. But Owen and Clyde could have done that. Like it wasn't out of character for them to let those dinos out. No. Especially maybe Claire. Claire. Maybe Claire though, because she saw them as assets to start with in the first film. Yeah, and she looks at him completely different now, doesn't she? Yeah. So maybe Claire would have been... Maybe for Claire, it would have been perfect. Because that would be her not seeing him as assets anymore and seeing him as things. Because when, um, when the Brachiosaur dies, that iconic scene where it, the, the lava sort of like catches yeah, up yeah. to it and the steam rises up and you just see the shadow of a Brachiosaur lifting yeah. out. Like iconic yep. scene, amazing scene. Um, that scene that upsets point, so many people. I'm gonna get a. Uh, I'm gonna see if I can get a picture of it just to just to put up on here while we're talking. But um, that at that point, um, I think she then stops seeing them as assets. Yeah, she starts seeing them as real creatures. Ned, yeah. she's like you can see the look in her face and her eyes just watching it. I think she discovered that like before that point though because they that's why they went back to the island like it yeah. was her who wanted to actually set up that mission to go and do that like that's why she called in Owen Grady uh, to go back so I, I I think she'd already realized that before that anyway I um, think it was there but that just made it more prevalent she wanted to save him just to she knew her animals. She wanted to keep them. She didn't want them to go extinct. But then watching that, 
just the face of sorrow and everything else on it. Uh, yeah, I, it I think you. she kind of felt guilty because she was a part of it all. Like, at that point, you know, she was like the CEO of it, weren't she? Or like the manager, you know, the, she was quite high up within Jurassic World. Yeah, she was very high up. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I think she also like feels somewhat guilt. But um, at the same time, like, yeah, she, that that is probably maybe one of the moments where it kind of, like, the, the final piece of the puzzle was there for her. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. If that makes sense anyway. Yeah, it, it, it does make sense. Um, I, I completely uh, butchered the actual background on here. Um, you guys went massive. Um, <laughs> so I completely ruined Next it. change up normal small. Yeah, I'm not going to do that again. Um, but I'll just put the original back in. There we go. Um, but yeah, no, I I uh, I definitely agree with that. There's Claire has a um, a very nice linear sort of character development. You know, she's a hard ass to start with, and she's all about money and numbers and stuff. And as it's gone on, she's become more and more like Owen. Yeah, she's changed a yeah. lot. Like she has Whereas, more respect for them as living creatures than just assets. Whereas I think Owen has become more like Claire. He's gone on a linear downwards. I think Owen realizes the severity of these being released. Whereas Claire's kind of like going up there, they're living creatures, they need to be protected, and Owen's like, Yeah, yeah, oh I can see God. what you mean. Well, <laughs> Owen, Owen, can, Owen can see what damage they can do. Mm. Owen's was fine when they, He was fine when they were on an island, and mm -hmm. they're not going to escape and kill people, but as soon yep. as people's lives become in danger, he don't care about them anymore, he cares more about the humans. Yeah, yeah, both on you have hit the nail on the head there. Like like Lou says, Owen's a realist and like you said, Stephen, he cares more about human life than he does obviously the life of an animal. It, it is he is it, it just ties into him being a realist, like you said, Lou. Um he knows what sort of damage that would cause for us, <laughs> them getting set free. So, but it's an extinction it's level event, isn't because it? they're free <laughs> and they're yeah. roaming around. Well, like I said, extinction level event. Yeah, that's that's what they're going to cause. I think that's what we're going to try and have to stop. I think when it boils down to it, though, if we really wanted to get rid of them, we could do. Like in terms of the military, what are like what we have is absolutely insane. Rexy wouldn't be able to take a missile to the face oh, from no. a tank or something like that. Do you know what I mean? It, it's just a... Um, it's a long, laborious project. This yeah, sort of topic, there's so, many, there's so many routes you can take about what we think could happen or how we think things are going to happen or what they could do and what they couldn't do. It is so big. Um, but I guess we'll have to wait and see when the film comes out which is so far away mm. hopefully like uh, when when the trailer drops we'll do a reaction like we did with uh, Godzilla and Kong um I think yeah I think we with well this is going to tie off and I think that's what's going to happen Scott I think that um 
I've just moved you guys again by accident. I think um, that's what's going to happen. There's going to be a missile that's shot at Rexy. Rexy's going to die. Um, the Indo Rex nearly died from a the missile, you know. Mm. Definitely shook it. Um, but then the Raptors attacked. So if it, if it um, hit, it definitely died. Oh yeah, it hit the trees next to it and it blew it off of its feet. I, again, like it's one of those. There's definitely going to be um, more of an issue taking out the flying dinos like your, your pterodons and pterodactyls and stuff. Definitely going to be more of an they, issue. They had to do that after which one would be escaped on? It was Nublar, wasn't it? Or was it? Yeah. Was it Nublar? Or was it the... It was one of the original one. three. Yeah, they, 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 escaped off, they escaped off that. I remember reading something about um, having to go to Canada mm -hmm. to take them out. Yeah, well, obviously more have been released now because the, oh, yeah. uh, the bird's nest was broken into in the first Jurassic World. Yes. So there's, there's thousands. And obviously at the end of the uh, second film, the, uh, the wedding when they released the doves, yep. and pterodons swoop in and, and just take out these doves. Like this is the thing, the whole, the whole sort of ecology and and environment has completely changed. There's new apexes out. The, All the herbivores destroying plant life. Exactly. So we we've got a lot to kind of look forward to, and at the same time, there's a lot of unanswered questions, and there probably will be a lot after the film. But they're genetically modified, so I'm ending it there. Yeah. <laughs> Take care. <laughs> Adios. Bye. Bye.